Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you are here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hello and welcome in my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to hit play and spend some time here with me. I'm so honored that you are here today. We have an episode that I think you're going to resonate with. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Sometimes the Answer is No. As humans, we all love when the answer is yes, right? You have an idea and get a yes. You think of something you would like and poof, you've got it. You have a craving or a longing for something and there it is. How many of you pulled the whole ask mom for something and if she says no, then go and ask dad because he usually says yeah. Oh, I did that all the time. Sorry, mom. We like yeses. They reaffirm us. They satisfy us. They make us feel like we are in control. But then, how about them no's? We don't like no's, right? No's make us feel rejected, discouraged, incompetent, underqualified, and like a failure. What is there to like about a no? My sister, let me help you see the beauty in a no, because when it comes from your almighty father, it is the best answer possible. Okay, so a quick story about what happened to inspire this episode. A few weeks ago, a friend and I got this idea for a side hustle, a part-time gig that we would fit into our weekends that would allow us to get out into our community at various events. And I won't go into too much detail about what it was because really the real beauty is in the outcome. So long story short, she and I met up for coffee. We planned out our idea, decided how to proceed, how we would advertise, what our commitment level was to it all, what our pricing would be, and we decided to go all in together. We excitedly exchanged enthusiasm for the whole thing and agreed to give it a go. My first order of business was to go home and create a social media post that we could put out there to let people know what our service was and what we were going to be doing. But then God started stirring my heart. And within hours of her and I meeting, I was not only second guessing our entire idea. I had this unrelenting feeling deep down in my soul that this was not the right thing to do. Crap. What? But God, it makes sense. It's a need in our community. It's going to be a great opportunity, right? No, no, 
no, no, was all I could hear. It wasn't a not now. It wasn't a not later. It was a no. I felt it. I questioned it. It made no sense to me, but I was certain God was telling me no to my whole idea. Talk about timing. We had met, we had planned, we had agreed. And now this, what's a girl to do? Well, I'll tell you what I did. This year, I have committed to radical obedience to God's promptings. What this means for me is that if he's in it, I want it. And if he's not in it, I don't want anything to do with it. Even when it doesn't make sense to me, I go with whatever direction he is leading me to. I've become better at listening to my heart, and I can tell when he's saying, yes, proceed, and no, stay clear, because I have become so much better at being faithful to his guidance, and that is allowing the volume control on his answers to become louder and more clear with each day that passes. All I kept hearing was that this is not part of my purpose, and that this opportunity that my friend and I had discussed was only going to become a distraction for the work he has for me. I got to know. And here's the key part, my sister. I listened. I can't help but believe that the old me, the less obedient me, the previous version of me who loved Jesus but didn't always listen to him, would have argued back. I would have convinced myself that this was not really God prompting me, that this was just cold feet, that I was just experiencing the nervousness that comes with doing something new. Not this time. Because of that commitment I made to being obedient to God, no matter what he says. I have become so much better at not questioning. I know that his answer is often yes. I know that his answer is often wait. And I know that his answer is also often no. And in this case, it was an undeniable no. My gut feeling the unease in my heart, I knew it was him. And I decided to listen. So I prayed. I asked God for guidance on how to navigate this with my friend. I asked him to help me write the words in a message to her explaining why I couldn't in good faith proceed. I truly expected to have one upset, offended, confused, and let down friend. But thanks be to God, I was so surprised by her response. She wasn't mad at me at all. She wasn't disappointed. She wasn't annoyed. She was grateful. Grateful that I listened to what my heart was telling me. Grateful that I was upfront and honest with her and grateful that I didn't deny my feelings and then bail on our plan further down the road. The heaviness I was feeling, the weight of this burden was instantly lifted. I could not believe how God took something that I thought was a great idea, told me no, gave me the opportunity to listen, and then completely resolved and took care of the whole thing after I said yes to his guidance. But then again, why shouldn't I believe? It's what he does for me every single time that I am obedient to his direction. My friend, are you listening for your no today too? What is it 
that God is saying no to? What are you involved with or spending time doing or tempted by that is clearly a no from God, but that you are just ignoring? How many times have you got that gut feeling, that unrest in your heart, that unease in your soul that you have brushed off or tuned out? Are you tuning him out? Are you feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders right now and you're not sure why and not sure how to relieve it? Well, I can't help but wonder if that weight you are feeling, that burden, that anxiety, that stress, that pressure, maybe it's the weight of those piled up no's that you have been collecting and ignoring. Let's look to scripture today to help us understand how a no from God is really something to be grateful for. Okay, we are going to have a familiar character again today. We are looking back on King David once again. As I mentioned before, I am doing the Bible recap in a year as my daily study, and we are all up in 2 Samuel and 1 Corinthians right now, and the star of these chapters is our guy David. All right, so we're going to read from the New Living Translation, 2 Samuel chapter 7. I will read verses 1 to 5, and then I'll skip ahead and read verses 12 and 13 for you, okay? So it says, When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace. But the ark of God is out there in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the Lord said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. So to recap, David wanted to honor the Lord by building him a temple to place the Ark of the Covenant in, as that seemed to be a fitting place for it. He confided his idea in Nathan, who is the prophet. And Nathan essentially says, dude, that's a great idea. Go for it. Build that temple. Let's pause here for a sec, because the key thing to note here is that before Nathan offered that advice to David, he had forgotten to consult with God first. Kind of reminds me how the worldly advice we often hear is to follow your heart. I've gotten that one a lot. How about you? And well, let's just say almost every time I do strictly follow my heart before praying to God first to ask him for his will to be done, it leads to that unease in my heart that affirms that I acted too soon and did things in the wrong order. Rather than following your heart, follow God's lead. What is he saying in this situation, in this season? And we learn from David in this chapter, that even he, a man truly after God's heart, sometimes gets a no. He doesn't always get what he wants just because he is continually faithful to God. God said no to building the temple. 
The neat thing in this chapter is that it is revealed that a descendant of David will be the one to build his temple. And we know that it ends up being King David's son, Solomon, who ultimately built this beautiful temple for God. And David wanting to honor God is a great thing. It's just not him who gets the green light from God to build the temple. When we experience this in our own lives, it can be a natural tendency for us to feel like God is holding out on us. I mean, if we have an idea, and if the idea seems like a good thing to do, and even when it might bring glory and honor to God, we can sometimes still get a no. How is that fair? But let's change our mindset here. What if we were to accept the no as the kindest answer possible? What if anything less than a no, a yes, for example, wouldn't end up being as great because a yes may not align with or fit into God's greater plan. We need to see the no's from God as he is keeping us from diverting off our intended path or becoming distracted with something that we think is a great idea, but that he knows isn't as great as he is wanting to give us. His no is always for a greater yes. So my sister, I'll ask you again, what is God saying no to in your life that you are ignoring? What are you trying to argue with him about in hopes that he will change the answer to yes? What gut feeling or uneasy soul signals are you trying to silence? Would you believe me if I tell you that if you are doing anything but listening for his direction, that you are going to end up feeling unrest, anxiety, and stress because it's like your being, because it's like your being has this built-in alarm system for when you are suppressing his will. And when you don't listen to his promptings, you end up feeling that unease. What if you were to sit in silent reflection today, like only for a couple minutes, if that's all you can take? But ask God in those moments of quiet to show you the doors he wants you to close. Ask him to give you the courage you need to shut them, to turn away from them, and to trust that if he's offering you a no today, girl, it's because he's got a way better, way bigger, and way more blessed yes coming your way. Will you be so bold as to say yes to his no? Will you pray for his will and not for yours? Could you experience the relief of burdens being lifted and weight coming off your shoulders when you stop ignoring the unease that has got you all worked up? The unease that comes because you are trying to avoid acknowledging his no? David got a no. And girl, you might be too. In one area of your life or another, you can feel it. You know it, but will you be obedient to it? Sometimes the answer is no. And sometimes you truly have to thank God for that no. He's got even better things coming your way, my sister. So let's pray for our no today. Dear Jesus, thank you for gathering us all together here to listen to this message and to listen about David and how he had this fantastic dream to honor you and bring glory to you, but you still said no. And Lord, sometimes we can see that as being unfair in our lives. And we just want to say 
thank you. Thank you for being so good and so sweet and so loving to us that you can say no, that you know what's best for us. And that if it's a no, Lord, that you are good enough to give it to us so that you can say yes to something else that is better for us. Thank you for being our good and loving Father who only wants what's best for us. Lord, please give us the courage today to trust you. When we feel that no, please allow us to know that it's for our best interest to shut that door, to turn away, and confidently walk into the direction that you are leading us. We know that temptation and desires, things that we think are the right thing to do, often lead us into territory that you just want to keep us away from because you know it's only a distraction or a delay in the destiny that you've got for us. So give us the courage today to just trust your guidance and that feeling inside when we know that we know that we know it's just not right for us. We ask for guidance and direction over every soul listening today. We know no's are hard to hear, Lord, but we also know and we truly believe that when they come from you, it's because your yes is so much greater and you will lead us to that yes. And we're going to be so grateful when we get there, we will understand and see why the answer was no before. All right. So keep leading us to our yeses today. Please give us those firm no's. We need them because otherwise we're just going to wander on in whatever direction we think is okay. And it's going to get us all kinds of lost. Lord, we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, girl. It's time to go on with that day and don't deny it. If you've got something on your heart right now that feels like a no from God, ooh, will you be bold enough to just say, all right, I'm going to pray about this and I'm going to ask for your guidance and direction. Trust me, when you do that, if you ask for whatever to align with his direction, he just makes it so much smooth and easy when you pray that your heart is aligned with his heart. Just like in my example with my friend, I mean, I thought the outcome was not going to go like it did. And once again, he just showed me that if you trust, he's got your back. I will meet you back here next Tuesday. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 